Howdy, boys and girls. Welcome back to College Football's Week 13, uh, and therefore also Week 13 of the Carla and Crappy Show. I am Crappy. I'm wearing the funky road jersey for Ohio State because Ohio State's going to be wearing funky road jerseys at Illinois this weekend. Carla, I, can you explain your outfit? Um, last day of the semester outfit? <laughs> that sure. sounds fine. That sounds fine. <laughs> I, I think it, that makes that makes total sense. Um, as you as you My, guys know, college uh, Carla is, is you know a, 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 a professor, and I am um, a journalist who works at home, so I can I can wear football jerseys and stuff like that. And Carla has to dress like I, a grown up. I have to dress like a grown up from the waist up because I'm teaching remotely this semester too. There, today okay, was the last, yes. Today was the last day of the semester. Um, so it was, um, I, you know, I, I just never changed. And for me, my college football season has been over for a while now. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last week. We yes, don't need to get into it again this week. No. Um, but, but yeah, my, my NFL team's doing great. My, my college team, not so much. And so, you know, it's feast or famine. It's fine. Okay. 2020, okay. it is what it is. And it, it is what it is. Um, we've, we've yeah. joked a lot about the fact that there are, there have been what seems to be a whole bunch of week ones for this college football season. <laughs> um, you know, different conferences starting and, 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 it's, and it, it, it struck me as I'm writing my notes that this is another week one this week, um, as in the first week of the college football playoff rankings, um, which were, again, we're recording this on Tuesday. These were released uh, just a little while ago before. Let's go through the list, uh, just the top 10 um, real quick. So we have a baseline. Uh, your first college football playoff. Top 10 rankings. Number 10, your Miami Hurricanes. Number nine, Georgia. Number eight, Northwestern. Uh, who looked awesome last weekend. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati. Six, Florida. Five, Texas A&M. And then your final, what would be your final four if the season were to end today? Uh, number four, Ohio State. Number three, Clemson. Number two, Notre Dame. Number one, Alabama. Uh, Carlo, the first thing I would ask you is, that, does this uh, feel right to you? Um, pretty close, okay. I think. I, I'm, I'm happy with the top four um, mm -hmm. as they sit right now. Um, Notre Dame should be ahead of Clemson. They won the head-to-head -head matchup this go-round. Um, yes. and, and I feel like both of those teams are probably ahead of, of Ohio state just from yeah. what I've seen on the field. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the defensive issues are still a thing for, for Ohio state. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we saw that last week, um, last weekend. Um, and Alabama just looks, you know, head and shoulders above everybody yeah. else that we've seen so far this year. So yeah, I'm good. I'm good with the top four. Um, I am real. Cincinnati needs to make some phone calls. <laughs> um, I, I don't like them at seven. I, I, I think they're a better team than that. Um, I, I would have Cincinnati ahead of Florida, mm -hmm. um, particularly with the, with the injuries that Florida has, has had to deal with. Um, I feel like Cincinnati is a healthier team trending in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Florida is a good football team. Um, but for the love of God, can we respect somebody out of the group of five? Um, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and the answer to that, you know, and, and the answer to that is no. If when you look at BYU <laughs> sitting at 14, right. Um, I was going to ask you about that one specifically because that, I, I mean, they, they, they're playing the schedule that they could get. Right. Um, and, and, and that's, that is the, that is the Achilles heel to this, this whole thing. But man, BYU has thumped everybody, everybody, I mean, yep. everybody. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I'm not sure, you know, looking at the full top 25, I'm not sure where you put them, but, but, but 14 seems like a slight to me. 
yeah, I, I would, I hundred percent agree. I, I think BYU is probably, I would probably put them like 10. Mm. Um, I think, I think they're a top 10 based mm-hmm. on okay. how much they've, you know, the, the, just the, the point differential in wins. Mm. Um, you know, it would it would be awesome if BYU would play somebody that was in the Power Five, but that's just they, that's just not going to happen this year. Yeah, that's not their is, fault, you know. Yeah, yep. um, it, so, I, I would like to see the committee give them a little bit of respect for the fact that they, they're playing the schedule, like you said, and we've talked about this since week one, right? Mm-hmm. That what happens if BYU runs the table when they all they can do is play the schedule that is available to them? Yeah. Yeah. And here we are having that conversation, um, you know, and, and apparently the answer is the committee doesn't, isn't going to like that schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I, I, I don't know if I would put BYU in the playoff. I don't think I would put BYU in the top five. Um, I would have BYU probably sitting somewhere around number 10 um, in the conversation, I, mm-hmm. I think is probably where they need to be. I, you know, I, I would put BYU ahead of a two lost Georgia right now. Yeah. yeah. I'd, be, you know, I'd, be good, um, I'd be okay with that. So. I'm, yeah. um, as I as I looked at this for the first time, uh, I, I I'm it's it's it offered me some valuable perspective because I was I was kind of down after um, Ohio State's game against Indiana last weekend, um, and what I'm hearing and and what I should recognize by now is that you know Indiana is actually really good, um, and that's yeah. that's not a uh, that was a, a tough game against a tough team. Um, it did expose Ohio State's pass defense and and something needs to happen there um whether whether there's more zone uh the again it's I, I I'm not going to say it's a question of talent um but certainly a question of experience uh mm-hmm. so that's that's a, that's a thing that you know the Ohio State fan of me says okay that's got to be addressed if 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 the team is going to uh, advance into the playoff because because right now um, number four is is squarely where they should be. I, I actually I would have been okay with number five um, after last weekend, but happy well, happy and, that Ohio State's there. Um, and and that's the thing, like who would be number four if it wasn't Ohio State? Like yeah, I know. I'm not, uh, that's, I'm not convinced it's Texas. I'm not convinced Texas A&M deserves <laughs> number four. I'm definitely not convinced that Florida deserves number four. Cincinnati maybe. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think you can make a case for Cincinnati being the, number four, but I think I would put Cincinnati probably at five and well, okay. ahead of them. You know? So um, I, I, I will, I will stop here by saying like, as it stands right now, uh, Ohio state would get torched uh, by Clemson or Alabama and, 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 and probably by Notre Dame. Uh, Ian book is, that's a, it's a different kind of offense, but, but uh, he's yeah. playing really well. Um, if you're looking at, and this is, this is a funny, this is a a question that occurred to me, team, what team outside the current top four is most likely to end up there? Um, you know, Clemson will probably have Notre Dame again. Uh, Alabama has got a rivalry game and an SEC title game. Um, Ohio state, I mean, it's, uh, having to, uh, I assume, you will have to play Northwestern, which is not not an automatic game. Um, you know, there there are openings there. Who do you, who who could who can make that jump? That, I, that's a good question. I mean, I think I think Cincinnati is talented enough. If the committee would give them some sort of respect hmm. to bump up there, um, I'm, I'm not sold on Texas A&M. I'm not sold on Florida. 
because of the injury bugs that they're dealing with. I, yep. um, Northwestern Ohio State's going to play itself out. Yep. Right. So whoever wins that game is going to be in. It's not Georgia by by any stretch. And point, I'm yeah. not sold on. Yeah, I'm not sold on Miami. That gets you in the top ten. Like it's. Um, you know, who is it? The only possibility that I see here, and this is this is me kind of grasping at straws, if, if the committee is not going to go Cincinnati, is you have an undefeated Oregon sitting at number 15 mm-hmm. right now. And depending on what happens, if they are able to play enough games and they keep beating yeah. teams like they've been beating teams, mm-hmm. I think there's an outside chance that Oregon could could climb rapidly. I think they're sitting at 15 because we just haven't seen enough of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like their body of work is so small because they just started playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Oregon keeps beating up teams, I think you might see them rise through the 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 um, rankings faster than maybe we've ever seen in the past. Um, that, yeah, just yeah. that a body of work. So I mean, I mean Georgia's just, Georgia's sitting there with with, with two losses. That's uh, the I mean the, that is ripe. They are ripe to to get jumped by by a team like Oregon. Right. And, um, and, you know, and Miami's played in, you know, Miami plays good against teams that they're supposed to beat and they're iffy, yeah. um, you know, at, at best against, against other teams. Um, I'm not sold on anybody out of the big 12. Um, no, that, you know, no. That's, and, and I'm also, I'm also really mad. <laughs> that, that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That ship sailed a long time ago. I, I have, I have a beef with the committee in the fact that Oklahoma is ranked ahead of Iowa state and they, and Iowa state owns the head to head. They have the exact same record. Iowa State has a better record in conference, and they are at 13 and Oklahoma is at 11. Yes. That's garbage. They yes. should be reversed. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, if they're, if they're looking at recent performances, I don't know. I mean, Iowa State did just thump K-State. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm going to stop playing devil's head. I mean, I think the reason like why idiot. is because <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Iowa State's opening week lost to Louisiana. Remember the week that, like, all the Sunbelt teams beat the Big 12? Yes. Yes. Um, I think that's what's holding them back. But if you're looking at current body of work, and Iowa State has the better record in conference and owns the head-to-head meetup, matchup, Mm-hmm. against against oklahoma i you know iowa state's loss is to is to oklahoma state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that's not a bad loss no nope. um in conference um it, i mean it's just it's got to be that loss to louisiana and I, I that was week one of a season that's all messed up you know like mm-hmm. i don't know but i i know we're squ- we're squabbling over an 11 and 13 i i know <laughs> but like who cares right but like i saw that and i was like no no <laughs> Iowa State won that head-to-head. Iowa State should be the 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 highest-ranked Big Twelve team. But I don't. If I'm looking at me. if I'm looking at the, the the team that's outside the Final Four right now that that's that's going to get there. I mean, I I, I I I think it could be Northwestern. Uh, you know, if Ohio State stumbles in the Big Ten title game, um, right? You know, if that if that all works out the way it likes it likes it like it should, um. I just wonder about uh, uh, I, I wonder how Cincinnati how that could work. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they would they would need some help. Uh, they would need some uh, unbelievable performances in you know in the last uh, uh, couple weeks of the of the season. I just, I, I, I I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to to get them in there. Um, yeah. and and it's I I. I 
again, I think it's just the, the, the same thing that we talk about every year is the starting point is so different. Um, and maybe, maybe this year, maybe this year with games being canceled um, and all conference uh, schedules, um, you know, maybe, maybe there's an opening there. I don't, I don't know. Um, if I'm looking at the top 10 right now, I, I mean, I think Northwestern is the team that's, that's, that's most likely to make a jump. Um, then, you know, I mean, we know what would have to happen for them to, to do that, but boy, it'd be, I, it, it, it would be so 2020 to get a group of five team in, in the playoff, right? Yeah, I mean, if there was ever a year to put a group of five team in the playoff, this is the year to do it. Yes. They've yes. played more games. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, and, and I think you should reward that. It, you know, that this is a this is a team that through a pandemic has a substantial body of work, even mm-hmm. though it's in the AAC. I get that. But they've played, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, that's I all you can ask of them. That's all you can ask of them. Exactly. And, you know, and they, and they've won their games handily and they've been, they've looked impressive. And, you know, that win over UCF this weekend was, was big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about that last week and I would love to see Cincinnati. If, if Cincinnati runs the table mm-hmm. and they're sitting there unbeaten, I would love to see Cincinnati at, at number four um, to, re- to reward the effort for the yeah. season. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is if you're gonna do it. This is the year to do this, it. This this is 2022 would be the year. It would be the year to do it. Um, right. Wisconsin's getting 2020. Yeah. Um. It, it, and we this this all just sort of happened this afternoon. Um. They have Minnesota on the schedule this weekend. Minnesota's having an outbreak, so that game is canceled. Um. We've and we've already um discussed the you know the Big Ten's lack of of bye weeks. Um. So that's we we've debated that plenty. But it, so the rule is uh, you must play at least six games to be eligible for the Big Ten championship game unless the average number of regular season games played by all conference teams falls below six. Wisconsin will have five. If everything works out, they don't play this weekend. They have two more games on the schedule. They will have five games. Um, and then, you know, the, the fact that they lost to, to Northwestern last weekend um, – makes it uh, doubly tough you know that's a that's an even more difficult road to the to the title game but um i guess i i don't really have a question here it's just yeah. man this is this is how, how this is 2020 and this is how it goes uh wisconsin is is very good um perhaps not as good as we thought after you know watching uh following the the, the game against northwestern last weekend but right their 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 shots basically over and and over and and, and to no fault of their own. Well, I mean they 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 miss games because they had outbreaks of their own to deal with. So I don't want to let them completely off the hook. But I, it, yeah yeah, that they're just they, no. they they don't get a chance. Right, and it, the, blame the conference. I, you know, we we said this the <laughs> yeah, lack of yeah, yeah. lack of bye weeks was gonna was gonna come back to bite the Big Ten and here we are. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, a Wisconsin team that could probably make some waves if mm-hmm. they were given you know if they were able to play enough games and um, it's just it's not gonna happen. Um, the, the good thing for Wisconsin when we talked about this last week is that they're a very young team. Yes. Um, 
they will get another shot at this. Oh yeah. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to be in the thick of things for the next three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it hurts now. And I hope that, you know, depending on what happens with bowl season, um, I hope they are still under consideration for a bowl game, even mm-hmm. if they're not in consideration for, um, you know, the big 10 title game, but um, I hope they get that kind of experience, but yeah, Wisconsin will be back. Um, this was the hand oh, they yeah. were dealt this year, um, but, but they'll be back next year. Just a, a weird thing to note for the weirdest yeah. college football year ever. We have no idea. Uh, as <laughs> as we discussed, AJ has a bona fide group of five team just just barely sitting outside the final four. And he's got another bundle of fun stuff coming up um, for the Pac-12 after dark, group of five after dark. All the, the, the games in Honolulu starting at midnight or whenever it is that those games start. Um, AJ, what's going on? Hello, everyone. It is this week's Group of Five report. Uh, again, as every week, some of these games might get canceled. COVID is wild. Thanksgiving. There are two very bad Mountain West conference games. If the Mountain West could choose otherwise, they would probably put some better games on. Uh, instead, their bottom four teams are playing. This might be okay. Uh, the NFL is usually very bad because they put the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys on every year. So um, these might be okay. Just kind of keep an eye on them. This is additional football viewing for your post-Turkey nap. Friday, two Pac-12 rivalry games. Uh, we have the uh, the big game, Stanford at Cal. Cal favored by a point and a half, over under 52 both of these teams are trash. Um, Stanford apparently uh, they want to play the, like their intellectual brutalism, where they just run the ball and big heavy linemen. Uh, the problem is that their strength and conditioning coach left, and they didn't replace him with somebody that was of his caliber, and so they're just getting shoved around again. And so Stanford is very bad, and Cal doesn't isn't much better. Uh, so this should just be uh, flailing. Uh, but it's the big game, and the band is on the field or whatever. That's probably a game to watch. Uh, and then later on at night, 8 p.m. Eastern, Civil War, Oregon at Oregon State. Oregon's favored by 14. Over under here is 64. I want to talk about Oregon State. They have looked relatively competent, and they have put the fear into uh, Washington and Wazoo in consecutive weeks. They beat Cal last week. They look like, they've kind of got it going on. They just can't get over the hump. Uh, maybe for a rivalry game, they get up. Um, I'm going to put this one on upset alert. Just throwing that one out there. But we turn because it is Weeble Week. And uh, on big Weeble Wee Saddle Day, uh, we have to get started with a quick sidebar. Maryland at Indiana is going to be a heater. Just an absolute heater of a game. Um, just, just if you need to, it's there. Okay? Uh, but the Mac. The MAC is playing on a Saturday for the first time this year because, again, they started their season in November, and when the MAC is in November, it's Tuesday Maction night. Uh, the MAC is playing on Saturday, twelve noon. Kent State at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by seven and a half over under sixty eight. This is the MAC game of the year. This should be super fun, super pointsy. Uh, Dustin Kroom is an, an incredible quarterback, um, and you should watch him. He has thrown uh, nine touchdowns, zero picks, I think. Uh, Buffalo just runs the hell out of the football. So this should just be a very, very fun game to watch. Additionally at noon, Ball State at Toledo. This is like the second place Mac game of the year. 
what I'm saying is you're going to need two screens for Maction. Just, you know, get the second TV out. Maybe it's a laptop. Maybe it's a tablet. I don't know. But you're going to want to set them to the Mac games. They should be very, very good. Uh, also at noon, I guess every all of the group of five stuff just tried to shove their way into noon. Or that's just the way it landed. Uh, Georgia Southern at Georgia State. Georgia Southern favored by two. Over-unders 53. Georgia State's passing defense is trash. Georgia Southern doesn't throw the ball. So they don't have to worry about that part. Um, both teams have pretty competent offenses and relatively competent defenses. Um, just Georgia State's passing game is just that much worse, and that's why their their record is the way that it is. Uh, but this should be very fun. This is also inside of the state of Georgia. This is the battle to be rightfully called GSU. Um, this game is in Atlanta uh, at Georgia State Stadium. This should be super fun. Again, another game at noon. Speaking of games at noon, Penn State's playing Michigan. Don't watch that game. Don't do it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. Carla, Carla, hi. Don't do it. You don't have to do this to yourself. Michigan barely beat Rutgers. You don't have to do this to yourself. Moving on. 4 p.m. San Jose State goes to Boise. Boise's favored by 11.5 over under 58. Is San Jose State for real? It's hard to say. They keep winning, which is very good for them, um, given the fact that in their past few seasons they've been very, very, very bad. Um, but they've looked good. Uh, they should have played Fresno. Fresno's had a ton of COVID issues, uh, so that game got canceled last week. Um, so they're going to play Boise. That game's going to be on Fox. That's nationally televised San Jose State again. Amazing. Great job, San Jose State. Uh, Boise has a full complement of weapons, though, and should just walk away with this one. Same time slot, 4 p.m. Keep your eyes on Rutgers at Purdue. Yeah, I just told you to not watch Penn State at Michigan, and I'm telling you to watch Rutgers at Purdue. 2020 is wild, y'all. Um, Rondell Moore versus Rutgers should be good. Plus, Rutgers' offense is fun to watch, I guess. Shrug. Uh, so, yeah, just watch that game. Uh, moving on, 8 p.m., Troy at App State. App's favored by 14, over-unders 49. App, I'm sorry, but it's over. Um, Coastal beat App State last week, which basically cemented uh, Coastal State in the Sun Belt title game. App State's playing for bowl positioning at this point, so they should come out and womp Troy. Uh, Troy has just kind of floated in the middle. They're not terribly good, but they're not bad either. Um, so I see Troy maybe making this a little bit fun for App State, but App State should run away with this one. And finally at 11 p.m., just to tuck you into bed as they do each and every night, uh, Nevada goes to Hawaii. Nevada favored by seven over under 60 and a half. <clears throat> Hawaii almost beat Boise. I actually fell asleep and then, or I was about to fall asleep, and then I woke, I like rewoke, and I was like, I wonder what happened in the Hawaii Nevada game or the Hawaii Boise State game. And I looked at my phone. There was two and a half minutes left, and Hawaii was down with a down by a touchdown with the ball. And I went, I guess I should wake up. And I found the game, and I started watching it. And then they punted, and then uh, Boise got a, a first down, and the game was over. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> maybe a little bit more home cooking. Hawaii jumps up and gets Nevada. That could be fun. Uh, this is not on any sort of major network, which means it's probably on uh, Stadium, which means Robert Kakala is calling the game. So let Robert Kakala's beautiful uh, dulcet tones tuck you into bed. Um, one more game, though. 
Tuesday, December 1st at 10.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, Western Kentucky at Charlotte. Um, Club lit. What's wrong? Uh, Charlotte has had four different games postponed due to COVID issues. One's already been rescheduled, and they're running out of weeks to reschedule. Um, So instead of canceling this game, which was supposed to be played on Saturday, they're moving it out to Tuesday. And I guess like the stadium has to like cut the grass at two or something. I don't know. But they have to play this game at 1030 in the morning, which is hilarious. So obviously nobody's going to be in the stands, but there's going to be football on Tuesday morning. So if you are at work and you don't want to do anything, turn that game on Uh, real quick lightning round for the rest of the group of five. Everything else is bad. Don't watch them. ULL, ULM, you may be tempted to watch that game because it's the battle for Louisiana. Louisiana is very, very good. Funroe is very, very, very bad. Maybe rivalry games change that tune, but I expect that to be a bloodbath for the fine folks of Monroe. Just as a quick aside about the college football playoffs, I need to get this off of my chest. Hey, college football playoff committee, you're a bunch of cowards for putting BYU at 14. Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me that BYU is worse than Iowa State? They're worse than Miami? They're worse than Georgia? Georgia's bad. Like maybe the new JT Daniels, Georgia, you maybe feel a little bit better about. Are you kidding me? They're 9-0 and and absolutely pasting folks. And you're going to tell me that they're 14. Get rid of your stupid P5 Protection Society. Thank you for ranking Cincinnati 7th, but Northwestern at 8 is some hokery, and you know it. It took me a while to get that up because I was trying to come up with a clean way to say swear words. All right? Get out of here. Northwestern at 8. BYU beats Northwestern by 20. Get out of here. This has been your Group of Five report. Um, I hope you have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Um... Zoom is fine. You'll it'll work. We'll be back soon. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And uh back to you, Carla and Crappy. Thank you, AJ. Um which Coastal Carolina. Yeah, yeah, Coastal Carolina. Um again, the team that we need in 2020. Probably gonna be nine and oh at, at the end at the end of this weekend. Um they, they're playing a hapless Texas State team. Um that the which chickens. should be the chicken. Yeah, so 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 go chickens. I know it's a turkey. It's, I know it's a week for turkey, but go chickens. We need you this year. We do. We do. Um, for a long time, my 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 Kelly's aunt's Thanksgiving dinner because one of her daughters does not like turkey, so we would get uh, capons. Uh, and there, I, there's there's like a fowl. It's a bird, be somewhere between the size of a chicken and a turkey, and they would roast two of them. They're good. They're good. Okay. I, just it, not okay. a not a turducken. Not a turducken. Um, I don't know okay. that we've ever tried a turducken uh, in the family. Maybe I haven't. I haven't personally had any turducken experience. <laughs> and I think and I think I'm okay with that. I think that's that's just fine. <laughs> um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I mean, for in, in a normal year, and it's and it's still pretty good this year. In a normal year, Thanksgiving weekend, everyone associates Thanksgiving with the NFL understand that completely thanksgiving weekend is one of the it's it's like the great weekend on the college football calendar yeah in in a normal weekend it it is rivalry week um that is something that we would be talking about but because we are not talking about that um that is why i was able to pronounce that correctly 
Um, <laughs> but I mean, also because we haven't been also because we haven't been drinking all day. So there's, uh, that, too. <laughs> there's, there's that. There's that. Um, but uh, but I mean, there there are games. Uh, sometimes there are games on Thursday night. There are games on Friday. There are games on all you know through the whole day Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. It's awesome if you're a college football fan. Uh, you can you you can you can kind of lose yourself over like three whole days. Um, and, and this is, there, there are games on Friday. Um, there are games on Saturday. There are a couple on Thursday night, I think. And we're, yeah. we're actually going to start our games on Friday because the, uh, the, I assume the nice TV people um, wanted us to have fun Friday afternoon, give us something to do. At 3.30 on Friday, number two, Notre Dame visits number 19, North Carolina. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by five. I should say, and I point this out every year, once now that the college football playoff rankings have started, uh, until this point, I've used the AP rankings to refer to teams and their rankings and stuff. Um, from from now through the end of the season, whenever whenever that is, um, we'll be using <laughs> we'll be, yeah, uh, we'll be using the college football play, playoff rankings. So number two, Notre Dame at number nineteen, North Carolina. Uh, Notre Dame is favored only by five. Um, Carla, what do you think? So if, the, if, if, if Clemsoning is transitive, um, we've talked about transitive properties of things all, all, all this season. Yes. Um, so, so if, if the, the concept of Clemsoning is transitive, I would, I would have Notre Dame on high Clemsoning watch this week um, going up against a Notre Dame team. Although I'm not sure it fully, it fully counts because Carolina is ranked in the top 25. So is it, does it, would that really count as Clemsoning? I don't know. I, um, I, I thought about that and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, no, I, I I think Carolina's too good. Okay, for it to be Clemsoning, but they don't have the they don't have the brand reputation though out of, right. out of true, the ACC, true, true, right? True, true. So so there is a little bit of that involved here too. But yeah, like Carolina's a a, a good football team this year, hmm. um, and and proof of that is if you go to ESPN and you look at their game cast, right? So they when you look at the scores on their on their college football page, and they list players to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the top receiver, it's the top passer, and it's the top rusher mm-hmm. that's playing in that game. Mm-hmm. All three of those are Tar Heels. Hmm. Because okay. Sam Howell has more yards, and their rusher and their leading receiver have more yards than anybody on Notre Dame. So that's well, yeah. the first thing to pay attention to here. Right. Yes. Um, so Carolina has all top three players to watch. Um, mm-hmm. They're putting up 100 more yards per game on offense mm-hmm. than, than Notre Dame is. And all 100 of those yards are through the air on the arm of Sam Howe. <laughs> yes. Um, because if you look at their rushing numbers, they're literally even. Yeah. It's the same exact on the rushing numbers between these two offenses. So it's literally the difference is Sam Howell's arm. Um, and I mean, and he's a legit quarterback. He's got, mm-hmm. he's thrown for 2,600 plus yards and 23 touchdowns in, in, you know, a, a season that's been up and down. I mean, those are impressive numbers for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame's defense, we talk about this quite a bit, and, and I, I want to reference the Clemson game here because I think it's really, really relevant. Yes. Um, Notre Dame's defense is super good against the run, right? They held, they, 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 they've allowed fewer than 100 yards per game mm-hmm. um, against the run. Um, they held Travis Etienne, probably one of the best rushers in the country, to just 28 yards yep. in that game. Um, and, and, you know, so they, they forced DJ, the, the, the kid quarterback, DJU, they forced him um, to throw the ball. And here's the thing, Clem, they were able to do that, right? Yep. Um, because Notre Dame's passing defense, it's secondary, 
can, can have weak moments of weakness, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we saw that against Clemson when you have a freshman quarterback being able, and we talked about this, that, you know, uh, it, had it been Trevor Lawrence back there, Trevor had sees the field differently than a freshman, right? Mm. Yes. Um, and, and DJ did a great job. I mean, he, he had some really, I mean, he's got an arm. The, the future at Clemson looks bright with that kid, you know, un, under center. Um, mm. But, you know, Trevor would see the field differently, expose some weaknesses in that Notre Dame defense. Mm -hmm. um, the way Notre Dame won that game, though, um, was they forced Clemson into turnovers. Right. They forced Clemson into three fumbles. The first two led directly to 10 points in the first half. The third fumble ended the game in double overtime. Mm -hmm. um, so so that's, the, that's the difference here. And um, Carolina doesn't turn the ball over a ton. Um, you know, so, so this is a really interesting matchup. If I'm Notre Dame, I understand why that, I understand why that line is as close as it is. Um, because you have a team that likes to throw the football against a defense. That's not quite as good against, you know, um, a team that can throw the ball, see Clemson. Um, and they were able to, to win that game by slowing down Travis ATN and doing just enough of forcing turnovers. It's the same recipe for success here. In fact, Brian, um, Brian Kelly has said as much, um, <laughs> referencing Clemson a lot in his, in his early, um, week comments this week, Carolina runs a lot of play action and RPO. Um, and so the way that Notre Dame wins this game is if their if their safeties and their, and their corners stay disciplined. And don't go for the, you know, for the first arc, you right. know, if they stay in position, um, that's the way they, and, and they're trying out new cornerbacks. It's like, it's, it's, it's a little bit nerve wracking. If you read the stuff on Notre Dame, like they're going to end up starting a freshman mm -hmm. at corner um, mm -hmm. for this game, because they feel like he gives them the better shot. Like, it's just really interesting that there's just all this disruption and what's going on in the secondary because Brian Kelly knows what's coming at him. Yeah. Um, the difference in this game, what I think the difference in this game is, Notre Dame is used to being in these kinds of situations. Carolina, like I said, uh, when we first started talking here, is not used to being in this time, this kind of situations. And there's a really key statistic hmm. that's buried. Okay. And that is Notre Dame leads the nation in time of possession. Uh, okay. I'm, the, I, the key, I, I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so the key, the key to success for Notre Dame is for the safeties in the corners to stay disciplined and not, not go for the, you know, not go for the fake in the RPO stay disciplined in defense in the secondary chew the heck out of that clock mm -hmm. own the time of possession. And that's how you beat. That's how you slow down. And if you can force Carolina into some uncharacteristic turnovers, that's, you mm -hmm. know, it's what they did against Clemson. You know, maybe they'll be able to do that again against, against Carolina. Yeah. I, if they're playing this in South Bend, I would feel a lot better about this game. They're playing, they're not, yep. they're playing it in Chapel Hill. Um, although I don't know how much of an atmosphere it's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing that Notre Dame has going forward is that it is coming off of a bye. Mm -hmm. It's gotten healthy. Um, Brian Kelly's keeping the team on campus for Thanksgiving. He's, he's keeping them in their bubble. Mm -hmm. um, so nobody's traveling. There shouldn't be any health concerns related to COVID. Everybody tested negative yesterday. So, um, you know, they're, the, and there's nobody else on campus because Notre Dame runs a different schedule. So like all the rest of the students have gone home yes. at this point. Um, and so yeah. they are on campus by themselves. And so health issues should not be a concern at this point. I think Notre Dame ekes this one out. This is probably the closest test it's going to get before it goes and uh, faces Clemson again in the rematch hmm, and for okay. the ACC title game. But I, I think, I think Notre Dame hangs on and wins this game because 
they're just they're used to being in these situations. I think they can slow down the Carolina offense just enough. And mm-hmm. Ian Book is being consistent enough right now that I think they'll be able to figure out a way to win this football game. Okay. Okay. I you you spent your time on on North Carolina's offense, and uh, that is completely understandable. Um, I think this hinges on Notre Dame, or excuse me, on on North Carolina's defense. Um, the game is interesting because of North Carolina's offense, which is is one of the better in the country. Um, but if you look at the defensive numbers, I mean, here's the the, the uh, UNC's last game uh, two weeks ago at uh, against Wake Forest. Um, North Carolina scored 59 on the Deacons, but they gave up 53 points. <laughs> their offense is pass heavy, as you noticed, um, and that and that's that works to their advantage against the Irish. Um, but if you can't stop the other guys, uh, and 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 the quarterback for the other guys is playing really well right now. By the way, yeah, um, we we talked about this. You're not going to win the game. That's that is period. I. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, as you, as I said, I, I am not, I did not, I was not aware that, that Notre Dame leads the, the country in time of possession. Um, I'm not surprised because that's, that's what their offense does. It is it's designed to do, uh, yeah. it is balanced. It is, um, with, with, with good, uh, good rushing attack. Uh, I just, if you can't stop your opponent, um, if they're going to score every time they get their hands on the ball. Uh, you don't have much of a shot of winning, I don't think. Um, and I don't think Carolina's going to win this one on Friday. Uh, at noon on Saturday, I, I'm, doing this, I'm doing this to Carla again, and, and I, it's not intentional. I swear to God it's not. Uh-huh. Um, I did, no, but, but, okay, okay. What, uh, Indiana, uh, tell me I'm wrong. Indiana is the most interesting team in the Big Ten right now disagree northwestern is the most interesting team in the big 10 right now okay number two yes okay. i would agree with that fine number 12 Northwest- Indiana- northwestern is <laughs> fascinating like uh, you're right yes yes you're right you're right you're right right yeah. um at noon on saturday uh, number 12 indiana at maryland indiana is favored by 11 and a half um besides being pissed off at me what do you think about this game <laughs> And okay, so if we're ranking interesting teams in the big 10 i would have northwestern at number one mm-hmm. indiana at number two and Maryland at number three. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, just, just because of, of just how, how wacky Maryland season has been. And I hesitate even really to talk much about this game because, you know, Maryland <laughs> had to cancel last week. And yes. this is probably the leading contender in the clubhouse for game to get canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Maryland's had game, their last game two to games get canceled, canceled. That hasn't been canceled already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the game we're going to talk about that we're going to find out on Thursday morning when we go to publish the show that's been canceled. Right. Um, right. <laughs> because 2020, we have no idea. Um, so Maryland's had its last two games canceled due to COVID, and it still doesn't look good within the program at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so the first thing I have here is, will this game even happen? And if it does happen, who's even available? Like, that's the thing that you don't really know for sure because none of that information is really released. So, and, and with the way that the Big Ten has structured this year, um, if you're out because of COVID-related issues, you have to stay out for 21 days. And so even those, those players that tested positive back for the game two weeks ago that was canceled, they're mm-hmm. technically still out. They, they can't play. Yes. So, so how many players does Maryland actually have available at this point to play? We don't know. We have no idea. Um, I would love to see this game played under more, and I wrote this down, I, I would love to see this game played under, quote, more normal circumstances. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think 
Talia against this this Indiana defense would be a really really interesting um, game to watch because you know as as much as I hate talking about Indiana, um, Indiana is the real deal. Yeah. You know we saw that last week the way they fought back against Ohio State. Yes, um, the thing about Maryland, if this game happens, um, Maryland's last in the conference in total defense. Yes. Um, Indiana's defense is fifth in the country. Um, Northwestern's is second, right? And so that's the best defense that, that Maryland has faced is, mm-hmm. is Northwestern's. And we saw what Northwestern did to the Wildcats in week one. Yes, we so Talia is a good quarterback and he's going to continue to develop and be an even better quarterback. But so far against good defenses, he has, he has underperformed. Mm-hmm. Um, now true that was in week one. Um, but I, I, I just, you know, with the way that, that the pandemic has hit Maryland, this is the toughest defense that they've faced since they've faced Northwestern. And I just, if this game happens, I see this as an Indiana win because of how bad Maryland's defense is mm-hmm. and how good Indiana's defense is. Yeah. Um, so I see this as, and, and Indiana's playing at home. Um, mm-hmm. So I see this as an Indiana win if this game happens. Um, the, the matchup, I'm 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 going to approach this as if it's going to happen, and and the key players are are going to be involved. In even though, um, as you've noted, that may not be the case. Um, it it is super intriguing because of uh, given what we've seen from Maryland and um uh, okay, my my official protocol for for Maryland's quarterback for the rest of the season is Timmy T, right? Uh, but I will say I'm going to do this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do this one more time. Timmy Tagovailoa, is that okay? Is that close? Timmy. Well, t- no. The t- I know Timmy. His last name was his last name. Close. Tag Tagovailoa. Tag Tagovailoa. See, I just I just I lost it again. Timmy T. From now on, <laughs> period. That's it. Um, and, and, and how he was playing before uh, Maryland had to take their COVID break. Uh, both offenses yeah. are prolific. That's that is an understatement. Uh, Maryland's is a bit more balanced, but um, man, they are. Uh, uh, Timmy has them set at QB for a while, um, and he is he is all upside at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I got tired of hearing uh, Penix to uh, Freifogel over and over and over last weekend. Um, it, 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 so you know there there are uh, the offenses are are similar-ish. Um, the difference is that um, in, in yet another of stunning bizarre things uh, about the world in 2020, it's that Indiana actually plays defense. Um, when, it, when I've talked in the past about Indiana being annoying, um, that hasn't really happened before. Right. Uh, but, but, I mean, that, that's a legit thing. Justin Fields is, is uh, as calm uh, an unshakable quarterback that I've seen at Ohio State in in recent memory, um, and and Indiana pressured him into three interceptions during mm-hmm. that game. That's that's uh, that's not a fluky thing. Um, that is no, it's their mojo. Yeah, yeah, that is that is blitzes. That is constant pressure, and and that is making a guy who who does not feel pressure actually feel pressure to the point where he made poor decisions. Um, that's the I difference. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 Timmy is, is really good and he's going to be really good for a couple more years, but he's also really green. 
Um, and, and, and the Indiana's defense will take advantage of that on Saturday. Uh, 3.30 on Saturday. The one, uh, there, aren't, there aren't a ton of what would be the traditional rivalry week games on what was traditionally be rivalry week. See, there, I screwed it up. There it goes. I, I, yep. I got, got a little excited there for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, but this one, uh, this one is uh, is still in the in the correct place in time. Uh, Three thirty Saturday, the Iron Bowl, number twenty-two Auburn at number one Alabama. Carla, what do you think? Um, so weird things can happen in rivalry games. We know that, especially the Iron Bowl, yeah. right? Um. Here's the thing. No defense has yet to slow down Alabama's offense. Right. None this year. Um, Mac Jones has more than 2,400 yards passing. He's averaging 366 per game. Um, the Tide's putting up nearly 50 points per game. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it is true. Bama's without Jalen Waddle, um, but they still have Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're, they're, they're not missing at wide receiver. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. they're going to miss Jalen Waddle, but, um, but Devontae Smith is also very good, right? Um, I, I, I think 60, 65 receptions for 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Like yeah. <sighs> Alabama, the abundance of riches, right? Yeah. Um, the interesting thing to watch for Alabama would be who, who lines up across, right? Like that was always the thing with the Steelers, like who was in a lineup with Juju? Right, mm. like they needed the extra. Sorry, I, I default to the Steelers now because they're my team. Um, but that was always the conversation in in the Steelers' offense was who's going to be the the receiver that goes next to Juju to be able to have the the two receiver threat. And so there yes. is a little bit of that happening here because mm. Waddle and Smith were just unstoppable yeah. when you had the two of them going. Um, so who's going to be who's going to step up? Who's next man up to be able to go and and be the two man with Devonte? Um, I'm honestly, I'm not sure it's going to matter this week. Um, as long as somebody is able to, to, to run those patterns and maybe catch a couple it's, of balls here and there. It's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> Alabama's defense, middle of the pack, not what we're used to, right? Um, they're the number two, but they're number two pass, or I'm sorry, Auburn. Auburn's defense is middle of the pack. I can't read my own handwriting here. Um, <laughs> Auburn's defense, middle of the pack. They are number two passing defense in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe they could slow down Alabama a little bit, but they're still giving up like 400 yards per game overall. So that means even if they can slow down Alabama, if they can slow down Mac Jones and, and, and the passing threat, um, oh, yeah, Alabama has that guy by the name of Najee Harris in the, Najee Harris in the backfield, right? Yes. Um, and, and Auburn is not great against the run. No. The only team that has given Alabama a scare this year is all miss. Yes. That game was a shootout. That's not Auburn. It never has been Auburn. It never will be Auburn. That's not the style of offense that they play. And we're Auburn, looking at you, Bo Nix. Right. And, and he has the potential, like if he had the right off, if he had a different offense that he was working in, he could probably. Always sticking up for him. I, Bo Nix, Bo Nix has the potential, <laughs> right? He I does, just, he does. This is not the system. This is Gus Malzahn's offense does not run shootout. Like that's just no. not, they're never going to do that. That's just not their style. And that's the only way that any team has been able to keep up with Alabama this year is to flat out try to outscore them. Thanks Lane Kiffin. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and the big thing for, for Auburn, you know, they've only been averaging 28 points per game, but the big thing that I just saw today is the fact that their leading rusher, 
the freshman with probably the best running back name in all of college football, Tank mm-hmm. Bigsby. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tank right, Bigsby question. question. Yeah. Well, and, but he is questionable. Um, Not his with name, a hip- but, but his status. But his status is questionable. Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, yes. So he's questionable um, due to the hip injury, which, which knocked him out um, in the Tennessee game. So even though our good friend Kirk Herbstreet has been on the record saying this game could be scary for Alabama, maybe he's just doing it for the ratings, even though it's a CBS game. So I don't know why. Um, no. No. Because it's a rivalry game, maybe it's interesting for a bit, but Alabama is head and shoulders above Auburn this year. Um, and so I, Alabama wins this game comfortably. Maybe it's a little closer than people expect because of the rivalry. But no, roll tide. We will keep this simple um, because you, you have uh, done your, your typically thorough job. Um, Alabama has, I think, the best quarterback in the country. Uh, Alabama has, I think, the best tailback in the country. Um, Alabama had the best wide receiver in the country until he got hurt. So now the backup guy, uh, as I referenced before, has uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, Alabama has to suffer through 65 receptions for 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, Alabama has a defense that's giving up just 19 points a game. Um, and, and this is and, and even more remarkable that uh, Alabama's defense has given up just a combined, combined 20 points in the last three games. That's not averages. That's total, total points. Cumulative. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes weird stuff happens in rivalry games. I would remember a few years back when I was putting up uh, Christmas lights after watching Ohio state beat Michigan. And I watched Auburn return a, missed field goal for a touchdown to win the game and just jumping around on my front porch like an idiot. Um, so some, those things happen. Sometimes the team that is not supposed to win wins the rivalry game. Sometimes, however, and my, my, my friends in Michigan could, can, can, could uh, understand this, things go as exactly as you would expect. And this Iron Bowl is going to be one of those times. So <laughs> Alabama's going to win this game. Uh, boys and girls, you can hear the Carlin Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all of the other podcasting services. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube and the show's Facebook page. Uh, if you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you don't, please mind your own damn business. Um, be sure to come back next week to see uh, not only how wrong we were, but exactly how wrong we were. <laughs> I had I had to adapt notes there that I was not reading without any. Carly, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> I have three very quick honorable mention games. Sweet, um, uh, 13 Iowa State at 17 Texas at noon Eastern on Friday. Big 12 silliness. Um, Texas is actually favored in this game. Really? Um, yes. Texas Why? is favored in this game. Good question. I don't know. <laughs> um, the Longhorn defense will be tested by Iowa State running back Brees Hall um, because – Texas's defense is not great against the run. Iowa yeah. State has a pretty good ground game. So that's that that should be an entertaining game to watch. Um at four o'clock Eastern on Saturday in the SEC network, please, please, please tune in at least for a couple of minutes. I know four o'clock. Weird kickoff times. Mm-hmm. Um it's the egg bowl. And the only reason to watch the egg bowl is because for the first time in the SEC, we get a leech kiffin battle. Oh, oh, I didn't even thought of that. Oh yes. Man. Okay. We get Mike Leach versus Lane Kiffin. Um, 
which is something hmm. that we talked about every year in Bolapalooza that we keep hoping that it would happen yeah, yeah. when it was yeah, yeah. Wa- when it was Wazoo. Um, so so yeah, Leech and Kiffin go going head to head at four o'clock Eastern on Saturday. So just for just for the pure hmm. entertainment factor. Okay, yeah, yeah totally, watch, totally. Watch a bit of that game. You know, um, I mean, the the Iron Bowl. We told you what's going to happen in the Iron Bowl. Just watch that one. That's going to be fun. Yeah, well, that's going to be fun. Um, and the last one, it just because I, I have to bring this up. Number 11, Oklahoma at West Virginia, 7.30 Eastern Saturday on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Mountaineers defense only allows 17-ish points yeah. per game. Weird things happen in Morgantown on Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. It happens as, every as, year. As, as Pitt fans could tell you. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> this is traditional backyard brawl weekend. Yes, it and is. And we know strange things happen in Morgantown at home under the lights on Thanksgiving weekend, Oklahoma, you've been given notice. <laughs> that game's going to be real interesting. I only have one. I have only have one at noon on Saturday. Uh, one team is obviously talented, um, but has been struggling with injuries um, and, and has clearly gotten into way, way far into its own head. Um, and has been unable to get out of its way. The other team, I'm not sure what's up with them. There, there's youth. Uh, there appears to be poor coaching. Uh, there appears to be underperforming players. So I, 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 again, it's a, it's a team that's 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 kind of a mystery, but uh, has been a mystery for several years. Uh, this game at noon on Saturday happens in Ann Arbor. <laughs> And what I'm saying, what I'm telling you right now is Penn State is going to beat Michigan in, Amber, in Ann Arbor on Saturday afternoon uh, for its, its first win of the year. God, I hope you're right. I'm pretty sure I am. I'm, 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 I feel really good about this one. Uh, so, boys and girls. Um, Who would have thought it? You, you mentioned Penn State, and I didn't. I just, I, 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 one team, you know, it's, it's just, it is exactly what I described. One, one team just can't as soon get as you out started of talking, way. And, yeah, and the as soon other as you started team, talking, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I think, I think one team is clearly head is head and shoulders better than the other. And, and I think that's, that's how that one's going to go. So I, I think you're right. I think, I think Sean Clifford has the yips. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 he does. I, th- I think he's, he's let it get, you're right. He, he let it get into his head just like a It hasn't, I mean, it hasn't and, helped that I, I, you know, the coaches don't have any faith in the running game. Um, so, and, and that, that contributes. He's got to, he feels like yeah. he's got to do the whole thing himself. He's got to do the whole thing. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the answer for that is, but I think, I think that's going to come out as a win for the Nittany Lions. Fingers crossed we on are. Come Saturday, on. on. The whole Saturday. season will be saved if they win this game. Boys and girls, you have like 12 straight days of football uh, this week. <laughs> it, it is awesome. Um, it is, it, you know, even if you have to stoop to watching NFL games, Carla. Um, <laughs> going to beat the Ravens. Come on. Uh, if you get to I'm play so the, excited if, about that game. If you get to play the Ravens, because they keep coming up with COVID cases too. So we'll, right. we'll see how that goes. Um but uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. I do hope it's small. Yes. Um, 
and then enjoy football all weekend. It's, it's, it is it's literally, it is one of the great weekends of the year. I post this every year that during this week, yes, this is the only week that is, it is acceptable to, to it's socially acceptable to fix a bowl of mashed potatoes and gravy and sit on your couch and watch football. Hell yes. And that's and exactly what I think, you should I think, do this week. I think for the Notre Dame for the Notre Dame game, I think, think that's I think that's what's coming. I might toss some pieces of turkey in there, but I think that's I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, boys and girls, enjoy your happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, yes, happy and and please uh, 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 please enjoy your weekend, Carla. Cheers and happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Cheers and happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Everybody, um, enjoy the weekend and uh, come back and join us next week. We will do this all over again. Mm-hmm.